from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is the international service in English from Adventist World Radio in Pune. On our broadcast today, we have music. Followed by a story for children. With more music coming in, you will also hear a short message from God's Word. This is Maureen. I'm your host, Sharad. And you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Stay. 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now it's time to hear a story. Dear listeners, the title of our story today is Little Boy's Love for His Family. I was walking around in a big bazaar store making shopping when I saw a cashier talking to a boy who couldn't have been more than 5 to 6 years old. The cashier said, "I'm sorry, but you don't have enough money to buy this doll." Then the little boy turned to me and asked, "Uncle, are you sure I don't have enough money?" I counted his cash and replied, "You know that you don't have enough money to buy the doll, my dear." The little boy was still holding the doll in his hand. Finally, I walked toward him and I asked him who he wished to give this doll to. It's the doll that my sister loved most and wanted so much. I wanted to gift her for her birthday. I have to give the doll to my mummy so that she can give it to my sister when she goes there. His eyes were so sad while saying this. My sister has gone to be with God. Daddy says that mummy is going to see God very soon too. So I thought that she could take the doll with her to give it to my sister. My heart nearly stopped. The little boy looked up at me and said, "I told daddy to tell mummy not to go yet. I need her to wait until I come back from the mall." Then he showed me a very nice photo of him. where he was laughing then he told me i want mummy to take my picture with her so my sister won't forget me i love my mummy and i wish she doesn't have to leave me but daddy says that she has to go there to be with my little sister then he looked again at the doll with sad eyes very quietly i quickly reached for my wallet and said to the boy suppose we check again just in case you do have enough money for the doll he said okay i hope i do have enough i added some of my money to his without him seeing and we started to count it there was enough for the doll and even some spare money the little boy said thank you god for giving me enough money then he looked at me and added i asked last night before i went to sleep for god to make sure I had enough money to buy this doll so that mummy could give it to my sister. He heard me. I also wanted to have enough money to buy a white rose for my mummy, but I didn't dare to ask God for too much, but he gave me enough to buy the doll and a white rose. My mummy loves white roses. I finished shopping in a totally different state from where I started. I couldn't get the little boy out of my mind. Then I remembered a local newspaper article 2 days ago which mentioned a drunk man in a truck who hit a car occupied by a young woman and a little girl. The little girl died right away and the mother was left in a critical state. The family had to decide whether to pull the plug on the life-sustaining machine because the young woman would not be able to recover from the coma was this the family of the little boy two days after this encounter with the little boy i read in the newspaper that the young woman had passed away i couldn't stop myself i bought a bunch of white roses 
and I went to the funeral home where the body of the young woman was exposed for people to see and make last wishes before her burial. She was there in her coffin, holding a beautiful white rose in her hand with a photo of the little boy and the doll placed over her chest. I left the place teary-eyed, feeling that my life had been changed forever. The love the little boy had for his mother and his sister is still, to this day, hard to imagine. And in a fraction of a second, a drunk driver had taken all this away from him. Dear listeners, respect life, follow and obey rules. Don't make anyone else to pay and bear for your mistakes. Do not make the mistakes which cost others something that can never be replaced. Always have a giving hand and extend your help to those who need in sorrow. Thank you for an inspiring story. Friends, God's word is our guide to success. It teaches us the truth and equips us with the skills and understanding to live life to the fullest. Indeed, dishonesty, jealousy, anger, hatred, revenge, avarice, prejudice, selfishness and exploitation are shown to be factors which destroy peace within the individual, in relationship and in society. Dear listener, love, understanding, forgiveness, reconciliation, acceptance of one's fault, generosity, personal commitment to justice and peace are upheld as values which can guide a young person throughout life and bring peace and harmony on earth when they are practiced by all. Well, friend, to learn more on God's Word, you're welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. Welcome to Plug Into Life, where you connect with the source. Are you at your wit's end? I have been there. During these times, we need to recall the story of the thief on the cross. You can read it in Luke 23. Sometimes, like this man who had wasted his life, all we have left is a petition. This was a real-life prodigal son who asked Jesus for an inheritance in the kingdom even though he did not deserve it. Jesus, remember me in your kingdom. Who does he think he is? And Jesus, like the father of the prodigal son, runs to him, not with his feet because they were nailed to the cross, but with his words. Truly, I tell you today, with me you will be in paradise. If all you have left is a prayer, you'll have the same answer. For more insights and resources, plug into Jesus101institute.org. That's Jesus101institute.org. Time to hear God's Word. Hello and welcome, friend. This is Sharad with you on AWR, sharing God's Word on the topic, Cell Phones versus Jesus. My dear listener, I have received some interesting emails and phone calls recently pertaining to some things that Christians have been involved in. I have entitled this message, Cell Phone versus Jesus, and is based on an email I received. In the email, the primary question was, what would happen if we treated our Bible like we treat our cell phone? I took one step further 
and in that i wondered what would happen if we treated jesus like we treat our cell phones for those of you who have cell phones i hope this message will have the same effect on you as that email had on me dear listener there are many of you out there that have more than one cell phone me included i have one cell phone that was issued to me by my company and then i have a personal cell phone when i am traveling i keep both cell phones with me although i primarily use my work cell phone having two cell phones is not convenient when i'm talking to one sometimes the second one rings instead of ignoring the second phone i feel obligated to at least see and look who is that is calling me what would happen if we had twice as much jesus operating in our lives jesus said in john chapter 15 verse 5 i am the vine and you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him he bears much fruit for apart from me ye can do nothing when i visualize this verse dear listener i imagine a vine bush that my wife anita had planted along our fence those vines encircle themselves around the fence in such a tight way that you cannot pull them down you have to cut them off if i had a double dose of jesus i can imagine myself being so wrapped up within him that i would not be swayed by the things of this world can you imagine the power and confidence that we can walk as a christian when we have a double dose of christ if it were possible operating in our lives dear listener can you imagine our lives if we let the fullness of christ that is available to us now operate in our lives many of us have two cell phones that we proudly carry with us everywhere some of us even have a beeper just in case we step away from the cell phone all of this is so we can stay in touch with someone stay in touch with jesus christ today tomorrow and forever dear listener don't leave home without it we are so used to the tell uh, the cell phone being carried with us many of you have your cell phones with you right now many of you have your cell phones here but you left it in the car how many of you intentionally left your cell phone at home how many of you if you left your cell phone at home and you lived nearby would turn around after getting into your destination and go home and get your cell phone how many of you feel sort of uh, uncomfortable without your cell phone hanging on your side in case you are in a purse or do you see the point dear listener we must have our cell phones with us if we leave it at home we will drive miles to retrieve it just in case someone calls us what would our lives be like if we left the same way about jesus remember what jesus said in john chapter 15 verse 5 in the last part of the verse he said apart from me you can do nothing if we fully understood as we do with the cell phones 
that without Jesus we can do nothing, um, I think I would begin to make a difference in our lives and in this world. Many of us cannot operate if we forget our cell phones. Heaven forbid if we are on a trip and we forget to bring our charger and the battery runs down, we wake up in the morning rushing and leaving our homes in a hurry, forgetting to take Jesus with us. Would we turn around and go home to get him? Do we ever feel naked when we do not have Jesus with us? When we leave our homes, we think about the cell phone, whether or not we have it or checking it for messages if we have it with us. However, we sometimes do not even think about Jesus. Some of us can go days together without thinking about Jesus, but we keep that phone close just in case we need Jesus with us much more than the cell phone. Dear listener, how many calls do you average a day on your cell phone? Consider for just a moment if you called on the name of Jesus as many times as you dialed a number on your cell phone. Do you understand that Jesus said, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. John chapter 14 verses 13 and 14. The only way to ask is to call on him. We call people multiple times a day to ask them something. Trying, try calling Jesus. Can you imagine being in a face-to-face -face conversation with someone and then telling them to hold a minute while you talk to Jesus for a second? That person would probably think you were losing your mind. I attend a lot of business meetings, dear listener. During those meetings, cell phones are turned off or placed on vibrate so as not to disturb the meeting. At every break, people immediately reach for their cell phones to make calls or see who has called them. It is like an addiction. Imagine if you will, the response you would get if when you took a break, you went and talked with Jesus. You just walk to a corner bow your head and begin to pray. Just call him up for a chit-chat. Also, all of us at some point in time have talked on our cell phones while driving. Ever asked or ever talked to Jesus while you were driving? Before I move on, I must touch on the infamous text messaging. I have been driving down the highway watching people typing uh, in their text messages while they were driving. I have received text messages while I have been working and found myself almost obligated to return the message as soon as possible. What would happen if we rushed to Jesus and read text messages just as we rush to read those we receive on our phones? In case you are wondering, his text messages are in your Bible. Better yet, imagine our lives if we responded to Jesus' text messages every time we read them and do so with an urgency as we do with our cell phones. Dear listener, giving Jesus as a gift. 
Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In carrying out this command, we are offering Jesus to a dying world. We are giving the world a gift. Anita and uh, I have given our daughters cell phones as gifts, uh, as I know many of you have done the same with your kids. Consider how our lives would be if we gave Jesus to our kids and to our world as a gift. I am not talking about forcing anyone to accept Christ, for that must be their personal decision, but showing them Christ every day in how we live and carry ourselves in front of them. If I give Christ as a gift, it is the one gift that keeps on giving. What happens with those cell phone gifts? Every one or two years, people want to upgrade to the next newest model with added bells and whistles. Dear listener, use Jesus in an emergency. Many of us uh, carry our cell phones with us for emergency situations. We want to make sure we want to call someone in the case of an emergency. What about Jesus in an emergency? A couple of weeks ago, there was a show on TV about people stealing cars. Policemen uh, rigged the cars with a device that would turn them off once stolen and they also installed cameras in each car. Once everything was set, they left the cars running in open areas to see if someone would steal them. Well, in, the, in one of the great cities, they set up a rigged car. Two ladies come walking by and notices the car. The keys were in the ignition and that the door were unlocked. They jumped in the front seat and sped off. Well, they did not get very far before they noticed the police lights behind them. The camera in the car taped the interaction between the two women who had stolen the car. The woman driving the car began to scream out, Lord Jesus, help! Help, Lord Jesus! Now imagine this woman screaming out uh, because she just got caught stealing a car. But should we have called on Jesus when she was being tempted? Now back to my earlier point, dear listener. We carry cell phones with confidence that if we need it in an emergency, we will be able to call someone for help. The only thing we have to worry about is whether or not the cell phone will work in the area that we are in and if we do not get a signal, that will not drop the call. You can call on Jesus and you will never get a busy signal. He will always answer you. You will always have a signal. He will never place you on hold. And most important, He will never drop you. Dear listener, how about the prepaid and connected connections? When cell phones first came out, they were large and bulky. They did not have many plans that let you talk for however long you wanted. The primary plan had a certain number of minutes and you 
paid through the nose if you went over. Thousands of people paid hundreds of rupees in fees because they went over their allocated number of minutes. Today, in response to the growing problem of people going over their minutes, companies have added larger bundle packages, free mobile to mobile calling, and free nights and weekends. They also have prepaid cards that you pay for up front. When you use up the minutes you have prepaid for, your phone ceases to operate. Well, Jesus has already prepaid for your communication with Him. You never have to worry about going over for He has already paid for your extended use. Jesus said in reference to His sacrifice for us, No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my Father. John chapter 10 verse 18 Dear listener, Jesus laid down his life voluntarily for us to save us. His sacrifice prepaid our way into heaven. We do not have to work for it. All we have to do is receive the gift in our heart. Once you are connected, there are no more fees and you will always be connected. Nothing will disconnect you from Jesus Christ. My dear listener, my dear friend, when I pick up my cell phone now, I think about my relationship with Jesus. There are other things in my life that I am learning to balance based on its importance. My first priority is to make my life that people would easily be able to identify as someone who loves Jesus Christ. No, I am not going to plaster my clothes with buttons or make signs that I carry around stating that fact, but I want to love so that my life will be evident of the facts. I had a conversation this week with a dear friend about love in action and how we may say we love someone, yet our actions do not always measure up to the statement. I want my actions to speak louder than my mouth and hopefully get to the point where I do not have to speak about it at all, for nothing more would need to be said based on the evidence. My dear listener, so we are about to end this service and you will be free to get the cell phone out again. As you do so, think about Jesus whenever you make a call on your cell phone. Moving forward, think about whether or not you've talked to Jesus that day. Let's pray. Our gracious and merciful Father, we praise you for life we have. May we link up our lives through faith in you, just like the cell phones today. May we stay connected with you always. Bless each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To know more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You can also write to us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. You may also follow all our programs on our website 
that is awr.org/englishprogram this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until then we wish you good health and a happy home goodbye and god bless you